everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Talk Events podcast. I'm your host, Morgan, and I'm also the owner of Let's Talk Events. And today I have a very special guest here with me, and we're talking about one of my favorite subjects ever. I'm very passionate videography, specifically wedding videography. And so here to talk with me about that is Kelsey Royer. And she is local here to Arizona and she owns her own business and it's called Stories Told Media. So she's an amazing videographer, amazing person. And so I'm just going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about your background and what got you interested in videography and all of that good stuff. Okay. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so how I got into videography, um, I've always been like a writer um, all through high school and everything. I just loved stories, loved writing. And um, in college, I was doing a communications degree and I um, I worked for the school newspaper. And so I was a writer and then a copy editor for the school newspaper. And <laughs> I'm going to date myself, but they were just starting to bring like video and photo onto like a website for our college newspaper. And so they're like, oh, we need someone to head up, like trying to produce video, like videos a thing now. We wanna make like YouTube videos and all this stuff. Um, you have over winter break, figure it out and we'll make you the editor in chief of multimedia. So I had never edited a video at that point. Um, I'd done some different things like as a writer trying to be like journalistic-y, but um, anyway, so I took winter break, like did a lot of tutorials. Um, there was a, a guy that worked with us um, as a copy editor that was like, oh, I know how to do video. Let me show you. And so I learned and then ended up by the end of that semester was producing two little like news shows. We had like talent and everything. It was so exciting. Um, if Don't go back and watch those videos. They're terrible as by today's standards. This was a while back when things were just first getting started and YouTube was a very different place. Um, but they were just like news related stuff about on campus. And from there, I was like, oh, this is like a really cool skill I have. Um, I got better and better at it. After I graduated, I went to go get a job and I had thought I wanted to be like a newspaper journalist. Um, did that for like a couple weeks and was like, this is really cutthroat. I'm not interested. I don't want to do this. What am I going to do? So I applied for a job at the city of Casa Grande in their public information office. And I was like, yeah, I have all these skills. Like I can write, I can do all these different things. Oh, by the way, I also do video. And they were like, we need you. And so I got like, um, learn and put into the refiner's fire if you will for video they're like you're gonna be in this little like there was just this little it was really short it was like five five the ceiling was like five five so i was like the only one that could fit in there <laughs> without stooping um and they're like you know we have all these different like segments that the head of the office is filmed like get editing and so i worked with them for a while filmed a bunch of cool stuff for the city like you know we, we started like a pet show like featuring the pets for adoption and stuff like that. Um, and so I really got to refine my skills. And then um, when I had my kids, I was like, I want to start my own business. And that's when I started getting into um, personal history work. And from there, I started weddings and I started weddings about 10 years ago. So awesome. yeah, it's been a ride. And it's like really crazy to think that that's how long ago <laughs> I started. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> what a journey. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So it kind of just came upon you really it wasn't like you're like i want to do videos like wow maybe i could do that and then it just fell into your lap i love it 
Yeah, I kind of had like a moment of crisis when I started my business. I was like, but I'm a writer. And I ended up writing this blog post where I was like, I'm still a writer. I'm just using a different pen. And that's really how I see working with video, especially weddings, is it's very much like bringing these stories to life and trying to tell this people's love story and and tell their story of their day. That is so cool. I like how you said that. It's just in a different different way in telling stories. So, well, I bet in that 10 years, you've seen a lot of change in video and like the differences that have happened and all of that good stuff too, which that's kind of cool to see the evolve and, and kind of, you know, I guess get better hopefully, or, you know, the changes that have happened too. So definitely. Well, what would you say? Cause I know, I know for me, a lot of my couples are like, you know, we're spending a lot of money on this wedding. We have this budget. We want to stay within this budget. We know we want a photographer. And why should we get a videographer? Is it really worth it? Is it, you know, a lot of my couples tell me that. And I'm always like, yes, yes, you should get a videographer. It's so different. It's, it's completely different than photo. It's 100% worth it. But what would you say would is the biggest importance with getting a videographer along with a photographer? So that's a good question. And first of all, I have to say, um, photo is also really important. So I'm never going to tell someone like, oh, skip photo and pick me. Um, I think you really do. You want both. And Mm -hmm. um, I was sitting here trying to figure out like, what's the difference? Because they you, it's tempting to see us as the same thing. Like, oh, it's just the same thing, just slightly different. Um, but like, as I'm like sitting here, like taking notes, I'm like, actually pretty much like every part of the process is is different. Um, the approach, like what we're trying to capture is different. So um, photography does like, especially for weddings, photography does tend to, there are some photographers who don't, but generally um, there's a lot more posing and styling and um videography is looking for like more candid moments and we're trying to capture sort of the way things actually happened and so photos we can kind of have like our best version of ourselves right there's a little bit of editing that's happening you don't have blemishes in your photos um things like that um you're kind of putting your best foot forward a best version of yourself on that day or the best version of the arch on that day and you know obviously we're making sure that we have good visuals as well but videos we're really hopeful hoping to capture like the day as it actually happened like you can put yourself back into that day and relive those moments and and really feel the feelings that you felt that day Mm -hmm. um as I was like trying to break this down I'm like okay photo is kind of documenting and capturing like the who the what and the when and Mm -hmm. video is like we're really trying to like drill down and get the why like Mm -hmm. so we're trying to find that love story we're trying to find that that something between you two and really capture that that day and you know when you're married there's times where you kind of forget the why and so it's great to have a video to look back on and remind yourself of that um I love that that just gave me chills that's really good (laughs) that's really good like (laughs) a little out there but yeah and so then the other thing to kind of think through and like I I've done some photo work too. So I can say this for myself at least. And I know like all my photographer friends would agree when you're a photographer and you send over your wedding images to your client, 
you want them like screaming with excitement. You want them so excited about the images. And when you're a videographer, you want them sobbing. <laughs> you want them crying and broken down like, oh my gosh, this just really hit me. This made me feel like all the love and the feelings I felt that day. And it was powerful and special. And um, that's what my brides who have really loved their videos tell me is like, we watch this on our anniversary and it just really like helps me like recommit. I watch this when I'm sad. This helps me feel better. And so when I hear that, I'm like, okay, goals met. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the goal for sure. And I, I love how you broke that down because I think in some ways it's obvious, right? Photos are still frames. They're great. They're beautiful. They're posed. They're, you know, picturesque. And then video is like real, real footage of how you move the movements and the looks and the like in real time. And it's, and you can tell like, there is a difference, you know, there is a difference. And I agree, photo is very important too. And I love photo for that. But I think video is, in my mind, it is so different. And it, it brings out feelings in you, like you said, that are different than looking at a photo, mm -hmm. you know? And so I love, I love the way you explained all that. That's so awesome. Oh my goodness. So I also hear the concern about video that, well, I'm just too awkward or I'm going to feel awkward or they're going to be in my face and I'm not going to know what to do. And what would you say to someone? I'm sure you've heard that. <laughs> I'm sure you've I, heard that. I do hear it sometimes, often not from the couple, but like maybe a bridesmaid or a groomsman will say that. And I'm, first of all, I'm always like, I got you. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm not going to be in your face. Number one, if you say something awkward, I'm not going to put it in the video. <laughs> so you're okay <laughs> that way, you know? And then um, the other thing is I think people tend to think about video and they're thinking about their experiences with video, like outside of the wedding industry, like, okay, you know, maybe you had to film something for work or if you like filmed yourself on stories and you felt awkward. And with those things, there's like an obligation to perform, right? Like I have to say everything right. I have to like get my message across. Um, and that's not, that's not something that you're having to do on your, on your wedding day, maybe with vows a little bit, but you're going to feel that whether there's a videographer there or not. Um, and yeah. so really we're kind of just trying to be in the background and capture. And that, that's how my crew approaches it. I know, you know, with everything I say, there is obviously a, a range of artistry. So everything I say about photographers, there might be a photographer who's more focused on the why, there might be a videographer who does things more visually, but like most videographers, I think our goal is to like not be in your face. We don't want you to feel like, oh, the paparazzi and overwhelmed. That's not yeah. the goal. We're trying to sit back and just capture those authentic moments. So I'm, like, I'm always just trying to remind people like, I will help you feel comfortable. If you say something awkward, don't even worry about it because it's not going in the video anyway. <laughs> even yeah. if I turned your video over and you didn't like something, I can take it out. It's not a, yes. like, there's no obligation to perform here. You're not going on the news. This isn't like live footage, <laughs> you know? And yes. I think the only times I've had people in the actual day of feel awkward is it's people who were awkward. They felt awkward about photo too. Like if I backed off, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's happened like maybe once or twice that it was like, oh, they, this is a person who's just very camera shy in general. They're very camera shy of photos as well. And often they were shy because it, of like the eyes on them in the actual moment as well. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. And I think, you know, on a wedding day too, 
everyone is looking at you. There's a lot of people looking at you. All of your guests are looking at you. The the focus is on you and your your significant other. So I think it's hard to think like, and I'm gonna have the photographer looking at me and the videographer and there's pressure to look good. And I think uh, hopefully that what you just said can help people feel a little more comfortable and feel like maybe you can kind of get over that for this day because I think you'll look back and you won't regret it for sure because you'll you'll love seeing those moments again because I think there are a lot of emotions and jitters and feelings going on on the day and it goes by so freaking fast and sometimes you probably won't even remember that something happened and then maybe you'll catch something in the video and they're like oh my gosh that was such a sweet moment you know yeah so it's worth it and i was just remembering two more things so first of all with posing and stuff at least the way i do it photo kind of leads posing and i'm really only gonna like pose you like maybe once or twice through like a posing session during like couple shots like i'm not really trying to like take too much time doing that so you're not going to have me like, wait, nope, cut, do it again. (laughs) That's not going to happen. And then the other thing is occasionally somebody feel has a feeling in the moment of like, I want this to be private or I want, you know, X, Y, Z, I changed my mind about, I don't want to do this first look or whatever. And so I always tell everybody, this is your day. I'm not here to get like the video that I want. I'm here to get video that you want. So if you have private vows arranged and you wanted video and then you're like, you know, actually we just kind of want to do this ourselves totally kick me out. I don't care. (laughs) Um, So that's the other thing too, is you can change your mind and you can decide and be in the lead about what you want captured and what you don't. I like that. That's really important. I like, I think that's important to remember that it is, it is them. They hired us, right? And so whatever they want, we're there for their needs. So Mm -hmm. super important. I love that. All right. So I, for me, <laughs> this is hard because I, I don't understand how this would come about, but some people feel like they won't ever watch the wedding video. And so, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? So a couple things, there's different um, video packages and options that you can get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're getting a highlight video, you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it a ton. <laughs> I watch your video that I that your highlight video like a hundred times afterwards because I'm like so excited about it like <laughs> for sure like you're gonna share it or whatever you'll watch it. Um, I hear people talk. People have asked me that about like my full coverage options. I offer um like a full complete like edited video with like all of your vows, all your toasts, and everything like that. So those will be like sixty minutes or sometimes even more if it's like a religious ceremony that the ceremony went really long. And people do ask me that. Do people actually watch these? And they do. Like um, people who prioritize those that and they really want that full coverage, um, often they'll sit and watch it on their anniversaries. Um, And you have to realize that this is something that you're going to have forever. Like you're Mm -hmm. not just, it's not just, oh, I'm not going to watch it in that first year. So I'm not going to watch it. Even if you didn't watch it for two years, but then you pulled it out and it really meant something to you or you were able to show your children your wedding video. the value is there and the value is long-term. Yeah. I like that. And I, I just have to mention, I, we always watch our wedding video. We got married 11 years ago and it's a long form video. So it's, it's probably about 45 minutes in total. And we watch it every single year and we love it. And it's a tradition and it really is just so fun to look back on that day 
and it's so special to us. <clears throat> but in, in talking about that, I wanted to ask you, I, oh, well, I guess you touched on it. You have multiple different packages for multiple different needs, right? Which is perfect because I feel like in this new social media world where it's very big to have those highlight reels, I mean, you can't, it's, it's difficult to upload a, an hour long video on Instagram. I don't even know if it'll let you, but <laughs> so it's nice to have those little highlight reels. Cause that's something that would be easier to share on social media. Um, I wouldn't be able to share my wedding if I even wanted to, it's too old, but I, I was going to say, um, with, with media and everything changing all the time, how, how do you like say someone in 15 years came back to you and there's a new type of, I don't know, social media or uploading or whatever, and they need it in a different format to be able to like upload it. Would they be able to come back to you at that point and see if there is any way to get it in a different format? Yeah. So for one thing, we keep up to date with the different offerings. Um, so I used to do DVD and offer DVD. Even when I first started offering DVD, it was a little bit already kind of old. But then I moved to Blu-ray, but I can still do DVDs. I still have that capability. And then, um, you know, now people get it on a flash drive or do a digital download. I, I don't see that 15 years from now being like obsolete. Um, mm -hmm. But for one thing, a good videographer future proofs their work. So that means I'm filming in, um, you know, 4K or, you know, some people are even filming in 8K. And really, like, a lot of people are watching it on their phone. If you're watching it, if it's being posted on Instagram, it's usually not going to be in 4K. It's going to be a lower resolution. But I have it in this higher resolution so that I can, like, keep up with those formats. So that's something we definitely think about um, when we're buying our equipment, when we're choosing, like, what resolution to produce it in. Um, and I save everybody's files so I'm able to go back in and make adjustments as needed. Personally, I also save everybody's footage for at least a year and I offer the option to save it for longer so I could even go in and like add something in later if needed um but yeah it's it's changing but I think yeah you can trust that your most videographers a good videographer is going to have thought about that definitely I think you have to right I mean technology is always changing and updating and getting better and better even if it's just the resolution is getting better and better. It's always updating. So I, I wanted to ask you about that because I know that, again, it was way different 10, 20 years ago. So, you know, it's always updating. All right. So let's see. I So I'm obviously a huge advocate for wedding video. If you haven't already noticed, it's, <laughs> it's I love it so much. I, I grew up watching my brother's wedding video when I was eight years old. And it was my favorite movie ever at that time. And they would literally walk into the house and look at me and I'd be sitting on the couch watching their wedding video. They, they're they like, I don't know the last time we watched that. This is so weird, but okay. Uh, so I'm I'm a huge advocate for it. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about your strategy when it comes to the wedding video process and like, what is your creative flow how do you kind of work through the day and what what do you do? So for me personally, um, we have, there's, you can break this into, for all video, you can break it into there's pre-production, production, and post-production. 
So pre-production is about getting prepared. I meet with my clients and make sure I have a good idea of their timeline and that I'm going in kind of knowing what they're, what's important to them for being captured and also what their timeline looks like, what the day is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, for production that day, my goals are to be flexible, really. Um, <laughs> I've prepared as much as I can and events are not something that usually go off exactly perfectly every bit of the timeline checked off what (laughs) just kidding (laughs) yeah we show up and there's not like the lights that they said there was going to be or you know the room's got suitcases all in it and all that stuff so yeah as much as I would like to be like I know exactly what shots I'm going to get um that's not necessarily how it works out but I definitely make sure I have everything I need in order to get um we get like wide shots and establishment shops shots um we use drone so we're doing a lot of things to be able to get the the atmosphere of the day the vibe of the day um all the choices that you made about floral and stuff like that documented recorded um i really like to pay a lot of attention to detail i assign a crew member specifically to like b-roll details so get those flowers get those centerpieces get every little thing get the get the random like flower on the sidewalk that's blowing in the wind like get all that (laughs) and then um i'll usually stay with the bride for most of the day and i have um one to two crew members depending on depending on the event depending on the package um and i slip out only twice once for a drone and once for drone again (laughs) afterwards um but my goal that day is to just like capture things as they happen so i have a backpack that's got everything i need i've got different lenses different things um to capture the day as is um like i said i don't do personally a ton of posing i like to follow the photographer's lead because i want to work with them as a unit i don't want to hold up your wedding timeline trying to get the shot that i want right so i try Mm -hmm. to work with like okay if the photographer's got him posed a certain way and i just need him to okay now that you're she's got her shot can i just have you turn your face and like little small details that work well for video um but not like trying to take you and do my own thing or anything like that yeah and then then there's always post-production and there's a whole strategy for that for putting it all together in a way that makes sense um when we finish a wedding i have three cameras um two of them running full-time throughout the wedding so if it's a 10-hour wedding that's 20 hours like of work and it's probably Mm -hmm. ends up being uh like four or five hours of footage like runtime footage on each camera and then and then i'll have the third camera added in there as well so that's a lot to go through and call. <laughs> um, and then we got to take that and turn it into into the story of the day and the love story and get everybody's, wow. you know, why. <laughs> so, yeah. So in the post-production, you are, are you just kind of watching the whole thing and then maybe like saving your favorite moments and then kind of seeing what makes the cut basically? A little bit. So the first thing I do is, you know, obviously upload footage back up everything so it's in multiple places multiple computers um and then from there yeah i'm going through the first thing i do is organize so i have like folders that i have set like that work best for me so i have reception b-roll reception important moments you know and i organize everything so i go through click on every single one and i'm just looking to go like what is this so organize all that and then i'll go through specific like one folder at a time and do cuts um, sometimes I'll put like every like if you're doing full coverage, I'm cutting like every single piece of footage, everything that's usable, everything that's beautiful, I cut so that I can see everything I have and pick the very best and use them. Um, if it's a highlight, I usually am planning for that in in production. 
because mm -hmm. it's a shorter amount. So it's like, okay, I remember that was a money shot. That one, I'm going to go find that and like set that aside. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different process for the different ones. Once I've kind of had a chance to look at the footage and see what we have, see what works best in slow-mo versus what is best at real time, then I go through and I choose um, licensed music and curate a list for the bride and groom and or bride and bride or groom and groom. And I have them um, choose from from this list. And that's like pivotal because as far as putting the story together, I've chosen these songs specifically because they have like a certain build or an arc here or there. They fit the vibe of the couple. They fit with kind of the music options and genres the couple would like. And so once I have that, that's sort of the foundation that I build on of like, I go in and go, okay, this is where I'm going to put the start of the ceremony. I know this moment in the music is going to be perfect for her, like walking down the aisle and seeing him for the first time. This is going to evoke emotion. Um, yeah. And then if I have to manipulate the song a little bit, you know, cut things up a little bit, then I go from there and then it's like a whole thing. But so oh. I start with key moments and plug those in on the song. And so I always tell people the music is really important. So if I am sending you and, you know, if you don't love the options that I sent you, let me know. I'll do another list. Like we will find something that speaks to you and um, make sure you are paying attention to your song choice and that you're pretty prompt with it because it does hold up my post-production. I can't really move forward once I've sent music <laughs> until I hear back from you, if that makes sense. And that's not the, not everybody does music the same way. So yeah. different videographers will approach that differently. Gosh, I'm, all the things you just said that you have to think about when creating it, I'm like, goodness gracious, holy cow. That is a lot. You are amazing. That is a lot to think about, but that, that is really cool to hear more about how it all comes together and how, what you're doing and working behind the scenes. Cause you know, the wedding day is just one part. It's, it's not the after. And I know that's a big deal, especially with video and photo. There is a lot of work that goes on after the day is over. So it's, it's a big deal. So you did mention really briefly, you have a drone and you can fly the drone. I, I know that's a big deal now. What what should people know about the drone footage? So if you're looking for a videographer and they have a drone, make sure that they're commercially licensed. Um, it's a little bit of a process to get licensed, and that means that they know all the safety rules and regulations. Um, it means that they know how to fly. When you get drone licensed, it's not actually teaching you how to fly the drone. There's not a whole lot about drones on the test that you have to take to get certified. It is mostly you're learning about airports and like what where you're allowed to fly, what you can fly over and like the procedures in place for safety and weather and different things like that. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that they're commercially licensed because you want to make sure that they've done their homework and that they know how to do this safely. And um, yeah, mostly safety is the big thing yeah. and give you a good experience. Um, it also shows they're serious about flying the drone if they've put the time and effort into that. Um, drone was like really, really big five years ago. It was like, you can't even do a wedding video if you don't have drone included almost. Now, um, I think people are getting more creative with like B-roll and there's a lot of different um, tools that you can use to get those establishment shots. But establishment just means like you're showing, this is where we are, this is what the day looked like, this is what our venue looked like. Um, and that's really important for the story, right? Like it's building the story. 
um i love drone footage and everybody always like if i'll be like <laughs> it, i my husband used to pilot for me um until i really felt like comfortable flying over you know stuff and it would always make me mad because people would be like you know i'd be like oh here's your wedding video like hope you love it they're like oh my gosh i love it so much love love everything about it especially the drone and i'm like darn it <laughs> honey that was you that was the one thing you did that day <laughs> but, um, and so then I'm like, okay, I got to learn how to fly so I can get all the credit. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's a really, really great tool and um, make sure it's safe. I think it really adds a cinematic, cinematic look to your video. It really um, kind of levels it up almost of like, this is like a movie, you know, where yeah. you've got like all the tools in the tool chest to, to work with as far as capturing different angles and and really showing the very most beautiful parts of the day. Yeah, definitely. I would 100% agree. I've always wondered, because I know that sometimes you're coming upon the same venue sometimes, and maybe you have some footage from the venue before or the landscape. Do you always take new footage of the venue on the actual day? Or sometimes do you take, you know, chunks from other videos that you may be like oh, that one was really good i'm gonna use that and put that in if it's the same venue so i've experimented with this i did have one video that i uh, one venue that i worked really closely with for a long time so i did i don't know like 40 or 50 weddings at their venue and i was like okay i'm gonna go there on a day where it's just like tables are set but you know like i'm gonna go there early before there's like any decor or anything that shows who it is and just film all this footage and that way i just have it and every time I'm like, oh, well, I could use that. I go put it in. No, I don't like it. I, I don't know if it's just a me thing, but I'm like, no, this has to be their day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you're in the flow like of production, when you're there and you're filming stuff, like you're like, I'm not going to like not get everything, you know? Yeah. So usually I'm like, uh, there's been like maybe one time where it was really, really windy and rainy. I took the drone up and got some drone shots. I wasn't able to get super high. So I did pull a piece of footage that was just like of this surrounding city. So it wasn't like specifically the venue, but it was kind of the same area that was like, okay, this is a cloudy day and it's just the city just to give a little bit of establishment for that, for that one. But um, mostly I don't, I don't end up reusing because I'm just like, no, it needs to be authentic to their date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would feel the same way. It has to be the day, right? It has to be it. That's awesome. Thank you for explaining all of that. So let's talk about the editing process. It sounds like there's a lot you have to go through when you're <laughs> editing. So, and I know people are anxious and ready to see it and want it and want it so bad. I know I can hardly stand waiting five minutes. So how long does that usually take? So in my contract, it's seven to 10 weeks. Um, and I would say that's like probably there's people who will turn it over in you know, five or six weeks. Um, there's people who will turn it over in like much longer than seven or 10 weeks. Um, so it does range and it does vary. It also depends like on the person's bandwidth. I have three kids, so four weeks is just, I'm not gonna be able to do the level of work that I, like I just, I can't turn something over that's not a really high quality level of work. So I'm not gonna like try and rush and get your wedding done in four weeks. Um, I try to get some little sneak peeks out there for being able to share really quick. And other than that, I think it is a little different in photo. Like with photo, you're like, I want to see the images right away. Like I'm really excited. I want to see how my day looked. I want, 
um, video, I think, is almost best with like a little bit of a space between um, because you have your memories and they're really fresh in your mind in the first month. But if you watch your video, like you said, like on your anniversary or something like that, that's when you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that we have this. And oh, this is so special and so moving because it's like, okay, I'm reliving the day. You don't necessarily need to relive your day three weeks out. Um, You might want to see some of the visuals, but like as far as like the story and the emotions, you're like, oh no, that's still kind of there (laughs) at that point. Um, So that's like, you know, seven to 10 weeks is my turnaround time. And um, it usually takes me it varies depending on the video and depending on the package but like a full coverage package where i'm turning over like say it ends up being a 50 minute long long form video um that i'm putting in like probably 40 hours on the edits on that so i gotta try to break that up in with all my other clients and my other shoots and stuff like that so that's why it takes so long because i'm putting a lot of time into your edit Um, and you had to think about it takes hours to upload it takes hours to get it up once it's finished it's not even finished like that it takes a couple hours to get everything up and ready and then sent off (laughs) so yeah we're we're working it's not all seven to ten so i can go on vacation for sure (laughs) um i will say one of the uh, one of my favorite videos i've done and one that she's given a lot of referrals um and like loved her video a lot and a lot of people have watched her video um where i've posted and been like this is like what like this is so good um i ended up having i had just had a baby and i ended up having to ask her for an extra two weeks and she was really cool about it she was like yeah absolutely and all the time you need i'm not worried about it like just whenever you know we know you're going to do a good job so whenever you're ready and it turned out so good And if I had tried to rush and turn that in like three weeks earlier, you know, so I'm a week early or whatever, it it just wouldn't have been as good. Like I added a lot of little details and things in there that wouldn't have got added in and that make a difference and level things up. So something to think about too. So much work. Oh my goodness. So much work. I, I would be fascinated to just sit on as a fly on your wall and watch you and see all of that work that goes into it. I, I can't even imagine, but basically what you're saying is patience is a good thing and we should have patience and let you just go through the creative process even though I'm I'm so bad I'm like can I just see it I want to see it it's gonna be so good (laughs) well that's why I've started doing like the little like try to do like a one minute sneak peek so it's like you see like I've got some good stuff here's the receipts like now let me make you something awesome but you have to think about too like when you're going like 50 minutes that's like almost the length of a movie and you think how long it takes to produce a movie oh. give me a little time to edit you know <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit of time i love that okay i know this is another big topic and i'm so excited to hear you kind of walk through this a little bit music rights uh i i'm i don't know if people are aware but if you're looking at video or videographers there's lots of different rights that you have to be careful with especially with posting on social media platforms so do you want to tell us what that looks like and how you select the music yes so um you want to find a videographer who i i i guess i'm biased i don't know i think that if you're a legit videographer you're licensing your music um for one thing, that's someone else's art. And if you're trying to make money as an artist, you should definitely be wanting to pay other artists for their Mm -hmm. work. Um, So popular songs like a Bruno Mars song or something like that, 
um, are out unless you're willing to pay like a really, really high price for the licensing fee. And we're talking mm -hmm. like really high, like definitely more than what I'm charging to do your video. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. So, so there are sometimes like, sometimes you can get a license. Like for instance, if it's like a popular artist, but they're in like a certain niche, like, oh, this is like a Christian artist that's, you know, maybe they're not like a massive, massive superstar that everyone knows. Um, I'm, I will, I'll do the work for you. Like I will email and I will try to reach out and find out what a licensing fee looks like. A lot of times they're not available to license, but I have had it happen where like um, a small, not smaller, but like a more niche artist has approved a song for use. That's pretty rare though. And one thing I always tell my clients is a lot of times, this is my perspective on it. When you're using like a popular song in the background, which you shouldn't be because you can't license it. Um, but if you did, as people are watching the video, they have the music video in their head. They have the artists in their head. They have their own moments with that song in their head. Or if you have like something that's really bespoke and it's curated specifically to your footage and to you. And it, and it, I mean, when I go through, I, I ask my clients for their story. And so I try to find like a song that kind of matches their experience together and their story. Um, that really is what helps with like that emotion building and the story and the drama. So like, I think you're, you benefit from using licensed music, but yeah, it has to be licensed. So you have to pay a licensing fee. Um, so I have a couple different like websites that I use, like I'm subscribed to one where you can use any of the songs. And I have one where you're paying per license. Um, and that's why I do the curation so that I'm like, okay, here's what I have found. Um, and that takes hours really finding the perfect song you know list of songs for people to choose from um well, but yeah getting their love story and yes. making that story and when it's licensed then you know okay i can post this anywhere because my videographer has licensed this even if like a copyright claim comes up or something she can supply the license and get that removed if i want it removed um it's a little funky right now because like instagram reels you can use popular songs over the top so that's something I'm trying to figure out, like how to integrate into what I'm doing. Um, Cause people are like, well, why, why can't I use a, a copyrighted song on Instagram? Cause I can use it on reels, you know? Mm. So I've played around with some different ideas there. And like when I'm posting my one minutes that I'm posting to my page, I have been like <laughs> playing on my phone, the song and editing to it so that like people do have the option to use some of those popular songs that they like um, in those like small little kind of micro videos. But um, that's a topic yeah. that I, I actually have like recently reached out to some videographer friends like we need to talk about this because where is this going with having copyrighted songs available for reels and things like that? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it has changed a lot, I feel like, with Reels. I mean, you can use pretty much any popular song on Instagram, but I remember the days where it was like, you use any song, there is any song in the background, and it was like, flagged for copyright, get that off of, you know, and so it's... Yeah. <laughs> and as of now, that can still happen, right? Like, you can use a Reels song, and then the artist can choose to remove it from Reels, and then you've seen every now and then you're scrolling, and mm -hmm. like, the audio's gone now, you know? Mm -hmm. so unless it's licensed, you don't have a guarantee that you're going to get to have that song forever. It's kind of up to the algorithm, I guess, or up to Instagram. Definitely. Definitely. And so is it okay if like, do, do some couples, I'm sure there are some couples like, we really like country or we really like pop or, and then you kind of, kind of pick some that maybe work within that genre. Yeah. So I have a questionnaire and 
what genre of music do you envision for your wedding video is one of the questions and I've got the all the different options country all that stuff um the other thing I do is when I go back through and edit I go and listen to what they walk down to the aisle the aisle to what was their first dance song and I pull from those songs for inspiration about what's what fits them and their style perfect that's amazing just another thing to think about and oh I should say that on the full like the long form that can be a little bit different because that's most likely not going to get posted and I am recording the audio in real time so mm -hmm. there's some things we can do to make sure that you're you know if you want your full first dance um we can provide that footage yeah okay do you think that they're speaking of like the highlight film and then like the long form do you think there's any like pros or cons with either do you have like a preference i i tend to have people come to me for the long form a lot of people are not doing a full feature mm -hmm. anymore so i do i think a lot more of those than maybe some other videographers i think it just completely depends on what you want for your day and what kind of memories you want to have and it also depends on like what kind of wedding day you're having so um if you're having an elopement your ceremony is only going to be like five minutes long and you know you're not there's not going to be like a ton of buildup. um maybe a highlight video is better for you it can also like i think highlights are great i love to pull like the most important snippets from vows and stuff like that so you still get like that feel you still get that emotional taking you back um so that can be a budget decision um I really love doing the full length features just because I love being able to turn over like somebody's whole day and yeah. um, bring it all together in a way that makes sense because we do still have like the music and the flow and then we kind of go into ceremony from that and try to like make that transition smooth and um, it's just really fun to edit though <laughs> so I enjoy that um, it's a lot of work but it's fun. <laughs> yeah that's awesome okay I just wanted to know if you had like a you know if one was you know felt better than the other or maybe more feedback um yeah from and i when i have someone do a full length i give them a highlight as well because i do think the highlight is important to have to be able to post and stuff like that so i, I think that's I so not get a highlight but yeah i think that's so smart like i said just with today's age they're gonna want to post it they're gonna want to get it up there asap and you know everybody knows they've got married or whatever so i think that's so smart to just include that little snippet and and everybody's gonna love it no matter what yes. so yes let's see uh what would you say for anybody who's currently looking for a videographer what are some of those top things that they need to look for in that company or person so the first thing I would do is I would like, you know, go on Instagram, go on YouTube, search hashtags and just like watch some wedding videos and decide what you like, because there's some things stylistically like we're all artists. So we each approach things a little differently. Um, you want to find someone who has a style that you like. Some people might edit with like a little more oranges and like higher saturation. So the color you might you pay attention to what type of color do I like? Do I want it to be like really true to what the color? day of look like? Do I want it to be like a little bit? Do I like black and white? Um, and I would say, look at, do I, am I interested in like a highlight? Do I want the whole thing? Let me watch one of both and see, or at least like a snippet of somebody's full coverage and just see what does that look like? What's important to me? Um, and 
you want to make sure that you have someone I would ask them how do they work with photographers because mm -hmm. um, personally I don't think you want somebody who's out just only for themselves you want to find someone who's going to work as a team with your photography and they don't have to know each other necessarily but um, they just have to be team players mm -hmm. and so I would ask that I would ask um, what kind of gear is not super important but just making sure like how many cameras do they have are they full frame would be a question I ask um, just to decide like that's going to impact the quality of your footage mm -hmm. so um, I heard about someone who was filming on, on an iPhone and you can get good quality footage from an iPhone, but being able to blow it up and watch it on your TV would be a different story, right? Like you can get enough that it looks good for Instagram, but you want to ask those questions. So you're not surprised. And if you're like into that look, like that's okay, but just make sure you know before you hire them. Wow. Um, I would say paying attention to like what they're charging can also be important. If they're only charging you like $400, I've seen some horror stories lately of this person charged me only 400 and then they didn't show up. Um, oh. I've been there when that, when that has happened on the photography side. So I would say like, get an idea of what the averages are for your area. And if you're trying, if you're on a lower budget, like you can go a little lower than that, but don't go half that because you're going to end up with a horror story. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I think it's always good to ask around a little bit. And, yes. you know, I know it, uh, on the vendor side, <laughs> it kind of sucks. You know, people are shopping. It's fine. But <laughs> I would rather them do that and find out those averages, like you said, and find out a little bit of information because the more you're finding out, the more you can make an informed decision right yeah definitely well when i have a somebody i don't mind like having a meeting a zoom meeting or something with anybody like if you're interested and you just want to talk and you don't end up going with me that's totally fine like i don't consider that a waste of my time that's just part of the job oh, but yeah. um i will say like the clients that i feel are the most prepared are the ones who are like i went on your website i watched some of your videos i really like your work it's like okay we are a good fit then this is we should mm -hmm. move forward yeah. um, if, if they haven't been to my website yet i'm like okay well maybe go check out my instagram check out my website see what my work looks like before you yes. come to me because price alone should not be determining who you pick yeah definitely no and i think i mentioned the shopping part as like it's a good thing i think you yeah. should be reaching out you should be having those meetings you should be having those phone calls and it's it's good for the client because you want them to make a good decision i mean this is this is a good chunk of money that you're going to be spending and it's very important and you want it to be the best that it can be so definitely definitely yeah and even if somebody's really good at what they do if you guys don't click or like you don't like their style that's okay. Like there's lots of vendors out there and you're going to find somebody who like, it's like, say yes to the dress, say yes to the vendor, right? Like <laughs> you got to find the one that fits you and works for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, I want to hear that story about the photographer not showing up. Goodness gracious. That's got to be rough. That has got to be rough. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, you kind of already talked about file storage. It sounds like you are fantastic about that. You said you save it for the entire footage for a year, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, so can you tell me a little bit more about the vertical versus horizontal video and how it's filmed? Yeah. So this is, you know, vertical has become more and more 
prevalent, more important as reels and TikToks have come out. And I have feelings. I don't know if it's because I'm old and I'm a dinosaur now, but <laughs> I think that it's it's not easier. Like you can capture more with a vertical video. Our eye, that's how our eye sees. Like the nine by 16 resolution is really similar to how we perceive the world. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, with panning and different things like that. And, you know, I've taken videos and switched them to vertical and gone like, Ugh, this is hard. It's hard to really capture everything in vertical. That being said, um, I've seen some people being really creative with vertical and um, I think there's a place for it. So I, I'm not sure where this is gonna go. I don't think it's ever gonna go that like vertical is how you get your wedding video, but I think more and more people are gonna start offering like a vertical mini highlight or a video, a vertical like reel. And then, um, mm -hmm. so that's kind of where I'm going. I think my 2024 package offerings, I'm gonna update. Um, so I have like my highlight package where you're just getting the highlight video. And then with my full coverage, I offer like a highlight, the full coverage, and then a mini, which is like for Instagram and stuff. And I think I'm going to offer, you can choose either vertical or horizontal. Um, if you want really good vertical footage, you have to know beforehand because the way you're shooting is completely different. The way that you're looking for things is different. So if you're somebody, if you're a couple and you're like, we really want like a really good Instagram reel, definitely bring it up to your videographer so that they can have that in mind and make sure they capture at least a few like different shots that'll work with that. Um, there's kind of two ways to do it. I've seen some, a lot of people are moving towards handheld um, rather than like a gimbal or something. And so I've seen some people that are just slipping their camera and they're filming in production. They're filming it vertical. Mm. I prefer to film it at a higher resolution and film it wide. And then that way I can choose like the best angle and that way I don't have to be back and forth because I think that that can distract from getting the horizontal shots and I find them important so yeah. that's kind of where things are going but main thing main takeaway for couples is like make sure if you are really interested in like a really good reel or even like a branding package like if you're someone who you're going to post your wedding a ton like on TikTok or Instagram make sure that your videographer is aware that you want some vertical stuff too totally yeah good to know for sure. And I, again, all these things you need to think about a little bit and, and it's good to always communicate what you want with yeah. all of your vendors. It's definitely very good to communicate. So what about the story driven edit versus the visual art edit? What, what are the differences there? So this is kind of a stylistic difference, like different videographers have different styles. Um, I always say mine is story driven. And um, I think I explained a little bit about kind of that process and, and what that yeah. means, but um, focused on like kind of like building to a point and then coming back around um, and really matching with like the music and the, the um, couple's vibe and who they are. Um, a visual videographer and like there's no like right or wrong it just depends on what you want um, a visual videographer is going to look kind of feel more like photography in that it's like it's very focused on like these awesome shots awesome visuals you might have like some really unique transitions um, really doing a lot with like color and stuff like that and I'm always like amazed and awed by these edits and it just depends on what you are looking for and what you want so like if you're looking to like shot to really awe your audience and like post this and have like everyone be like whoa your wedding was like really fancy and cool and awesome and kind of 
similar where it's like the the it comes back to that like the who what for photography and then the why i think that you can kind of fall into those categories within videography a little bit as well so that's just a question you want to ask yourself when you're looking at videos and going what do i want do i want somebody who's more visually focused or do i want somebody who's going to create a story driven edit for me um so awesome okay i like that i think and i don't know if i've said already but i think you do an amazing job at what you do i think you do it really well and I've worked with you many times. You're really awesome to work with. And I appreciate that because I think as vendors, we are a team and we have got to work together to create this day. And I feel like all of us, if we are able to work together and, and make the day as easy as possible, like that, that is the dream team, right? That's, that's what we want. So I just have to say, that really quick that I think you're awesome to work with and I think you really care about your clients and you do an awesome job so oh thank you I feel the same way <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh so can we talk a little bit about those really cool things those little special moments that video can capture that that you know photos sometimes can't like I know a lot of people say like Oh my goodness, my grandma has since passed away and her voice was caught on the video or you know a picture with her or you know and her movements and her giving me a hug is just so special and cherished to me now because it got caught on that video. Or you know, those kind of things like those little I don't know, special little moments like what are some of those for you that get caught on video? Oh, I'm trying to think of specifics. Um I mean, I think that that happens at every wedding, right? Like, um, especially like ceremony when um, the groom, like, okay, one is the groom like reached out and tucked her hair behind her ear, right? Like you can have, maybe you get a photo of that and maybe it's not like the right angle to really show like the tenderness. But when you see the whole motion of that, it's really tender. And especially when you can like flip between cameras. So you see him go tuck and then you see her face as she feels like that tenderness it's just like oh it hits um i have a funny one to share one time i was doing both photo and video of a wedding and um it ended up being fine because he's a goofball and played it off but like the guy that it wasn't her it, the man who walked the bride down the aisle got to the end of the aisle and his pants fell down and oh. well i was shooting both photo and video that day we had a whole crew and the photos we didn't get we didn't capture it because it was so quick. Like he was like, oh, and pulled it back up. But I mean, it went down to his knees and then back up. And, um, but we definitely had, and she asked later, she was really funny. And she's like, we want the video. Like we have to have <laughs> that moment. <laughs> I was like, I got it for you, girl. I got three angles of it. <laughs> three angles. Oh, the poor guy. He's like, do I want might, Yeah. <laughs> There's just moments you might miss. I think audio really adds to things too, like the quaver in somebody's voice or the, you can see someone's hand shaking so that you really can feel the emotion, you know, in that moment. Um, and also even like with dancing and stuff in the reception, like I think you can really show like sort of the whole way the reception played out instead of just like, oh, this was a fun moment. This was a fun moment. It's like kind of gets you back to that whole feeling when you've got like dancing and motion and oh. all that stuff. Gosh, I love it so much. I could go watch my wedding video right now. It'd be so fun. I I just have to reiterate too, like I think that if you're 
on the fence about video, I think you should do it. And if you have it in the budget, you should definitely do it. I, I'll i say it again. We watch ours every single year and we're going on 11 years, almost 12. And it is still such a fun tradition. And I love looking back on it. And I just, I cannot advocate for it enough. I think photo is so, so important. And I, I love photo. And I think video is just as important in my mind. I think it, it should be in your budget. Consider it find what you like and just do it. I think, I think it's so important, but is there anything else that you maybe want to say that we didn't cover? I know we covered so much today. <laughs> we covered a lot. I think we got most of what I would want to say, but I agree. I think, I think video is really important. And um, yeah, I, I've heard from brides who have said like, oh, I didn't realize, or like maybe one person in the couple was more pro video than the other and then they come back and go like I did not realize how much I was gonna love that um I have one bride she's been at like five of my other weddings because she refers me a lot and um every time I see her she's like I just watched it the other day like I watch it all the time I get sad I watch it I get I you know I want to remember like how important my commitment was to him I watch it and I'm like I just love that I think that's really special and that happens more often than you think that people are saying I'm really glad that we have that. And I've had people also say, I really wish we had had, mm. had had video and we didn't, I didn't have a wedding video and I wish I had a wedding video. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I think it's definitely worth it. And, and uh, if you don't follow Kelsey, I am going to make sure all of your information is posted in the show notes. So you can find her on Instagram. She has some amazing stuff. She just did a Disney wedding, which is amazing. So you're going to want to follow her to watch out for that and all of her amazing stuff. I even have some of her stuff on my page. Uh, I know a couple of videos on there that you can see her amazing work. And so if you don't follow her already, definitely go and give her a follow. Um, but thank you so much for being yeah. here today. This was really fun. Yeah, it was awesome to like think through all this stuff. And, and I just love chatting with you too. So thanks I for having know, me. I know. And hopefully we can get together again soon. But I've really loved chatting with you. And thank you so much for all of your information and knowledge you brought. And this has been awesome. So thank you. And thank you for everybody for listening. And we'll see you next time. 